All right, all right. We're back at it again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian. Sitting here sipping on a um, iced coffee. This time I got caramel from McDonald's. Something a little different. We're going to switch things up today. We're going to talk about blending in. Why some people try to blend in just like some makeup you would smear on your face. Why they try to blend in. And why it could be a good thing in other times where it's not a good thing. You know, when you should just be original. There's a time for this. There's a time for that. Time to go left. Time to go right. We're going to break that down a little bit. I get too deep in the weeds, but we're going to open that can. So let's go. So as we're kicking things off here, I just want to go ahead and take out a second and say um, my birthday, not my birthday, but my sister's birthday is coming up here on the 9th. So I'm very excited. If you're listening, kid. Happy birthday. Hope all's well. Hope you have a great one. Let's do it again next year. Get that. My birthday's also coming up this month. I have a birthday at the end. It's on the 31st. So this is a special month. August is a month of Leos. It's a month of Virgos. I'm a Virgo. Just happy to be a Virgo. Virgos are deep thinkers. You know, we're creative individuals. We like to um, break things down, analyze things. Sometimes we go too far in our own heads to get back out, but that's just what we do. Makes for great conversation. But that's not the topic of today's conversation. As I said, I wanted to talk about people trying to blend in like some blush. So typically when you hear people talk about people trying to blend in, they're trying not to stand out. They're trying to imitate, copy, look like, move like, behave like other people. They don't want to be as noticeable. Um, This could be good. You know, in a situation, especially if you're in in a war, you know, if you're from the other camp and you're invading and you don't want to be discovered and you want to mix with the other types, then, yeah, you want to blend in. You want to wear the same clothes. You want to talk the same way. You want to have the same accent. You want to comb your hair, part it to the same side. You want to hold your glass with the same hand, you know. Yeah, those are times when it's great to blend in. Other times when it's not great to blend in is when you're compromising your character, compromising your integrity, who you are as an individual, putting your family at risk because you're trying to blend in, trying to be something you're not. And that's what a lot of people do. You know, this is a an ongoing struggle. You know, people trying to walk on both sides of the grave, we'll call it, because everybody's headed to one direction, but sometimes people try to walk on both sides of the grave. Now, before I continue with this this little clip here, I'm going to say it's interesting. Once again, here I am at the park. There's, I don't know, maybe eight cars here. Everybody's spaced out. I'm out here. Nobody's even in this park, right? But what's the reason somebody has to park their car right behind my car? Right behind my car. No other cars out here. You know, there's plenty of space, plenty of room, plenty of parking spaces. Probably 99 empty parking spaces. But they have to park behind my car. And this is just what happens. I don't know. I mean, maybe they heard about the English and Coffee podcast. Maybe I've got some satellite. Maybe there's an alien tracking unit or something on the bottom of my car. But every time I get in here and start recording, I go somewhere and start recording, do anything and start recording, people want to come out and get in the space. I just don't get it. But we're not going to let this car in my side view mirror ruin our podcast we're going to get back on topic but blending in so obviously this person isn't trying to blend in here okay now they're backing their car up right next to mine which makes 
literally no sense in the world. Okay, hopefully they're pulling off because, I mean, that was the craziest situation, especially out here at this freaking park. Like, what, what, what logic are people even thinking about? Like, what planet are people even living on to where you do that? Who does that? I'm going to get back to the topic in a second, but, I mean, who does that? I mean, I'm all the way out here now. What is he doing? So now you want to park in front of me. I tell you, man, this is... This is one of those things. I don't know what people are doing. People are like losing their minds as we're going through this whole COVID thing. Like they just trying to find other people, connect with other people. But it's like you got to connect with people that want to connect with you. You can't just go trying to form connections with people that don't want that interaction. Like I was at the store. I went to Family Dollar a few minutes ago right before I recorded my podcast because we have a storm that's passing that's coming in or blowing over. I don't know, but we got a lot of rain. We have a lot of thunder. So you may hear some of that in the background. But I was at Family Dollar, went in there, spent, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, you know, just perusing the store, perusing the aisles, doing my thing. Found a couple of neat little items in there. Maybe I'll look at the bag there at the end, tell you what I got. But as I approach the checkout, get to the checkout, nobody's there. Nobody is in line. It's just me. I got the lady in front, you know, at the register, the manager, Kim, nice, sweet lady. She's interesting. I'd like to talk to her a little more just to, you know, pick her brain a bit. But she's always working so hard. She's she's busy. Um, I had a couple things I was going to talk to her about, but I didn't get a chance to because of the situation that occurred when I was in line. So now, like I said, I walk up there with my cart, took my time in the store. Nobody's up there. You know, I got my mask on. Manager's got her mask on. It's all good walk around the long little aisle, come up there. Nobody's there, just me. Hi, how's it going? I don't even finish the going part. And this lady doesn't walk through the freaking progression of the aisle. She just cuts in the line, stands directly behind me. Literally, I could have stretched and I would have knocked her out. So, I mean, she's close. She's closer. She's pre-COVID close, but closer than that. So you remember before we had all this distancing and all these different rules and regulations and stuff where people got to stand, you know, six feet apart. This lady was literally standing as close to me as closer to me than my sister would stand. Now, my sister's blood. My sister could stand on the left of me, the right of me, behind me, in front of me, wherever. You know, my mom, you know, family, my people, right? This lady, literally, if I was to lift my arm, she could have put her head under my arm. Like, that's how close she was standing to me. Now, this lady was about, I don't know, 53 years old or something, so she knew better, but she was literally that close. I was like, I look back, and I'm like, okay. So I'm ringing up my stuff. The lady's checking my stuff out. Get to the card part. You know, you have to stick your little debit card in there. And I was just going to hit credit, because with this lady right in my armpit, I'm not going to put my personal information in the thing. So I hit credit, something's going on with the machine. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to put my number in while these people are standing on top of me. Manager didn't ask the people to look, stand back or do anything like that. So I had to look at this lady because while she was standing there, in the midst of that, another lady comes, stands directly behind her. So, I mean, I've got two people neck and neck under my freaking armpit, right? So I look at these ladies. I said, um, excuse me, you mind just backing up just a little bit, just a little bit. I put the just a little bit on it just so they know I wasn't telling them to just back the heck up. 
I was like, could you just back up just a little bit so I could put my stuff in? And the lady was like, oh, well, certainly. But the way she said, oh, well, certainly, it was almost like she had an attitude with it. You know, I was like, why are you offended? Because I'm asking you to get out of my face, you know. But, I mean, we didn't take it to that point. But, I mean, it could have went to that point, like, just because it was weird. I'm talking, this lady was so close to me. You would have thought she knew me. You would have thought it was my mom or something. Like, she gave birth to me. That's how close she was standing. And you don't do that. You do not do that with people. That is the quickest way to get hurt. Now, I wasn't intimidated by this lady's size or nothing because this lady was, a, it was a lady, a small lady. I was the biggest person in the store. I was, I was bigger than all three of them put together. So it wasn't a physical threat. It was just a personal space. Like, get out of my space. Can I breathe a little bit? Can I just get a minute to stretch my legs, stretch my arms, look around without seeing your face in my face, literally in my face. So, yeah, that's what that situation just reminded me of because, you know, there I was, average customer, buying my purchases, out of nowhere, people all up under my armpit, and then now, here I am recording my little podcast, and the same situation occurs. But, I mean, it is what it is. You know, maybe I've just got a people magnet or something. Maybe there's some metal alkaloid or alkaloid or something and i'm just radiating this energy and just drawing other currents because i don't know what it is no matter where i'm at what i'm doing somebody's gotta just see what i'm doing people just people are curious people gotta know i don't know it's just it's just the way the cookie crumbles but i mean it is what it is gift and a curse but like i said virgo we'll live through it we'll get through it um let me take a sip here I'm going to take a sip and see if I could even get back to what I was trying to talk about, about blending in. I still remember the topic, but talking about that situation just got me a little, a little warmed up as more people start rolling into the park. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a contest like we're trying to win anything, but it's definitely a situation where, you know, we just can't get away from, from people. I think if I went to an island. That's what I'll talk about. Let me talk about my island. When we come back, I'm going to talk about my island. That's what I'm going to do. All right. So I know I've talked with a few people before about how I wish I could just buy an island sometimes. You know, just go to this island and, and, and live on this island. And nobody's around. You know, I could reach out to people, I can contact people, but nobody's around. Not another living human being is on the island. Just me, right? Selfish idea, I know, but I think we've all felt that way at times where we've just wanted to live on an island where we didn't have to deal with people, didn't have to be around people, share space. I mean, we all have these moments. It's not something that... um you know, we walk around with this feeling all the time. Sometimes we want to be around people. Sometimes we want to be connected. We want to interact. But sometimes we just want time alone. And if you live in a crowded area, you know, come to think about it, it could be that this little city I'm living in is getting crowded. Maybe there's too many people. So that's why I can't really go that far without seeing people. Even if I'm in a car in a remote location, somebody's going to show up because 
my area is becoming too crowded. It makes sense. It makes sense. So the population goes up, more people. Where are they going to go? Maybe he was looking for a place to go. I'm here, so he should have went and find another place, but he was too lazy to look for his own space. So he encroached on my area. And it's not my area, but if I'm occupying the space, this zone here, it does become your area. If you walk into a store, right, you walk into a store and you're in line, the ground under your feet, the air over your head, your arm span, if you were to stick your arms out, that becomes your personal space. It's just social, the social norm, your social space, your personal space. Same thing with the car. That's why they have parking spaces. And there are and they are spaced out so far apart so people can open their car door without hitting another car. But when you have empty parking spaces, why are people parking directly behind you? When you're in a grocery store and there's all that room, why are people standing directly behind you? Where when they breathe, you can feel it air on your neck. What is that about? They sneeze and your hair moves. That's how close some people stand because they don't respect personal space. This takes us back to the reason that I want that island. I want that island. I want I want that little island so that when I just want to go record a podcast, maybe cook a burger, I can do that in peace. Yeah. I think that would be a, a great gift. If I could treat myself to something, like if I could say... Demion, you can have anything in the world. You know, of course, we want world peace and we want everybody to be well, blah, blah, blah. But I'm talking about a greedy gift for yourself, something you want. What would you like? You could have a million dollars, not a million dollars, a million dollars won't get you anywhere today. You could have $10 million. You could have a new Lamborghini. You could have a new fishing boat, whatever. Material possessions, right? Um... I would say anything, you get me an island. You get me a place that I can go and nobody on the earth can go unless I give them permission. You get me that, I'll be good to go. Now, I'm not talking about a jail cell. We don't want one of those, but I'm talking about a place, you know, if we can't have an island because, of course, you need a boat to get to the island, but give me a place that I can go and just disconnect completely disconnect from any known connection in the world, in the entire universe, in the entire space, you know, of the earth, whatever, however big, expansive it is, you know, a black hole somewhere, an unknown planet, you know, that has air, filtration, and I could just go there. <laughs> I know I'm getting out there. I know I'm getting out there, but they pushed me to it. They pushed me to it. They just took me out here. I'm like, man, there was no reason for that guy to park where he parked. It was just too close. And that's what happens. So, yeah, if I could get my own personal little island, I'm sure you would like one. Maybe you just want to break a, a, a little break from the kids, break from the husband, you know, break from the wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you got going on. I'm sure it would be nice to be able to just get away sometimes and just not have to hear anybody but your own thoughts. 
hear anybody but your own thoughts, your own mind. So, you know, maybe we'll do a podcast one day on how to create your own island. Now, I like the sound of that. How to create your own island in a crowded world. There it is. How to have your own island in a crowded world. Your crowded world could be your apartment. Your crowded world could be your job. But really about putting out those boundaries, respecting yourself, respecting your space, and making sure that when you put your line in the sand, people don't cross it. Not saying you got to be over there with a pitchfork poking people if they get too close, but just maintaining your, your space, maintaining your island. I like that. I like that. I like that. I know they say no man is an island, no woman is an island, but sometimes <laughs> we would all, I would put $115 million on it. I'm sure sometimes people feel like they just want to go to that little island just for a little bit. Five minutes, five days, then come on back, deal with the BS, and then get back to it. But um, maybe that's where, well, no, I mean, I do kind of want it. I did want to talk about the blending in. I mean, I think I've said kind of what I wanted to say on it, but I didn't even really get into it because I just got so distracted with that. So we'll just blame it on the, um, blame it on the environment for giving us this interesting topic to talk about, uh, which was maintaining your personal space. People need to back up. People need to give people their space. People get hurt easily if you don't respect the space of others. But I hope your space is being respected. And I guess we'll keep this one short because as I said, we do have a storm coming in, blowing over. I don't know what it is doing, but like half the sky is clear, half the sky is a dark, dark, dark gray. So uh, I'm going to keep it easy, and I'll see you in the next one. All right, before we get out of here, I told you I was going to tell you a little bit about what, what I bought, something that I picked up in the store. I mean, there's a few things there in the back. I mean, I got some paper towels. I got some hand soap. I mean, we got some cooking oil and all that. I don't know if I've mentioned that already, but the most interesting thing is this um, Copper Chef Pro. We're going to see what it's about. It's basically a nonstick basket that will allow you to do something like an oven air fryer and oven crisper. So you have your, pay, your pan, like your regular baking sheet, right? Your baking sheet, and then, you know, you can put a wire rack in there, like a baking rack to elevate your food and stuff off the bottom. So when the juices drip... It doesn't, you know, saturate your food. But this has an actual basket with it. So that means you can put fries in there. You can put, you know, vegetables and things that you would normally not be able to put in this situation with these rye or uh, racks that we have. It even has handles. So it's just pretty interesting. I mean, it's made with copper and it's, it's set up for 360 degree cooking. Um, on the box, it says transform your oven into an air fryer. See, I'm not going to buy an air fryer just because I've seen too many accidents happen with all those fires and everything. If you look on YouTube and you check out air fryer fires, you'll see people in there trying to cook fries and different things because the oils tend to collect inside the part that you can't clean. Yeah, you can clean out the little container where you put your food, but you can't clean all that oil that gets sucked up into that fryer. Excuse me. But it says heats, heat circulates around food. No turning and no burning. 
no added butter or oil, less calories and less fat, dishwasher safe. Dishwasher safe was the thing that sold me because that means after I use it, I can stick it in the dishwasher. We don't have to worry about all that grease and oil and stuff, you know, from food getting caked on, which typically happens when you're using something for the oven. It's an extra large basket, 12 by 18, 216 square inch for all you math whiz and dimensional wizards out there. Uh, let's see a couple of the foods that it has placed on um, on the box. Looks like we have some fritters. We have some steak fries, some onion rings, some little um, enchiladas. Yeah, it should be interesting because I do have a taste for some wings tonight. I looked at a vegetable, not a vegetable, but a recipe for mango habanero. And then I was kind of wanting a mesquite, you know, wing. I'm going to buy a pack of wings, but I don't know if I'm going to go with the mango habanero or I'm going to do mesquite because the mesquite is going to require the baking and then a dry rub. So I watched a few videos on different rubs and things to put on there because I kind of like that, that little flavor. You know how the wings almost dry. It's still got, you know, some moisture to it, but when the skin, it's not like hot wings. Anybody can make hot wings, buffalo wings, and spicy wings. I mean, I could do that with the mild sauce and the buffalo sauce. No, we're talking about, I want to do something a little different. So these wings may not be as spicy as they typically are when I cook them, but they will be tasty. And I'm going to try this new um, two-piece copper crisper oven air fryer pan set. It's one of these little ads seen on TV deals, so it's, it's nothing special. You know, this isn't an ad, but um, yeah, I mean, it looks pretty interesting. I mean, it was only $8. I mean, why not buy $8? I mean, of course, I probably could have bought a little cheap stock with it, but I mean, you know, I like to cook. That's what I do. So that's a new, <coughs> excuse me, that's a new toy I'm going to break out tonight. And um, yeah, I think on that one, that's it. I'll finish off my coffee. And once again, hope you have a great one. I'll talk to you later.